I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On the way. On the way. On the way. I think we had to do it this weekend, right? We had to come back. It's been a minute. It, everything's so busy. This time of year sucks. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that. I, I'm I mean, I you're saying that. what everybody feels. It's so busy. It's so your time is pulled in every direction. If I, it's, everybody wants to gather and celebrate. And, and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I do, I take that back. I want to celebrate. Like we have a couple celebrations on the books. Why does it feel like this as an adult when as a kid it felt amazing? As a kid, like Christmas, the the build up to Christmas break and then to the new year was seven months long. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, it's a long weekend. These three week three weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas just murder me every year. Like I'm I'm done. I I spend the week after Thanksgiving break dealing with the hangover of peopling really hard and getting the house ready for Christmas and kind of mentally prepping for Christmas in a sort of funk of like uh, I've also got to work. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard because kids are coming back into a routine after, you know, four or five days off. And then that week in between is just like, oh, we, we got to get some stuff done. Guys, we've got like no time. There's Jesse Spano, no time. <laughs> and then we're at this. And then on the weekends, we're just doing all the things in between um, we are still presentless, basically. We have not shopped. We'll have it all wrapped up in one weekend, next weekend. It's but true. you think about the time, the time that we've been away. Like you've been physically away, mm-hmm. but like our nights are two nights a week. It's like nine o'clock before everybody's home together, and I mean, some people do this every single night. And I want, I just, I, I want to boycott it. <laughs> like if you're if you are a parent your kids should be able to do whatever they want when they can drive <laughs> when i have no longer have responsibility to take you anywhere i don't think that works like that there's uh, supposed to be some value in that like mentoring process of like taking your kid somewhere but that's mentoring you i don't mean know chauffeuring like, i've been talking to them and spending time with them overrated oh my god <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. It's hard to Abby makes out our calendar now, and it's every day there's something. Yeah, and the days there's not something pops up. I was looking at it this week, and we've got something every night right now except Tuesday. Let's see if we can peel that. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can. And this is your last one. I'm done with school, by the way. I am still haven't turned something in, so they're actually wanting, wanting to Zoom one-on-one with me to see if I'm alive. <laughs> and I don't know what to tell them. Like, I feel like the biggest failure ever because it my time... I don't know where to fit things in. Like, where, when do you say no? <laughs> you tell me. I will. I like, I'm the king of no. Can you? No. I didn't even finish. No, I, I'm good. Well, I got myself into KYA. But I called and talked to you first about it. Um, in my head, it was just, you were going to be gone for a weekend. And that was like the extent of it. Which, Little, which is what I was. I mean, it was a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but... The, the planning and putting it together was not that. The planning was a little tricky. So it wasn't just that. And then the event itself just hit. Like, I, I guess apparently they normally, there's like multiple options at this conference, but at the opportunity that they asked me to help them do this, um, which is at this Kentucky Youth Assembly, it's run through the way, YMCA here. It is such a cool freaking. YMCA? Uh-huh. Well, you have a YMCA here. I, I mean, like. It's an organization that's everywhere, but it is so cool. It's not here. It's across the state. Um, the opportunity for kids to, they can do multiple things, but the Kentucky Youth Assembly allows them to come together in like practice the democratic process in real life. And they learn how to, they're delegates and they can run for governor, or run for different office roles and they learn to debate it's a bunch of pretend shit but it's it's really cool and like how they come together and, and just how f- how they function once they're there. here's I, I, what i feel would be more beneficial no oh. sit them all down and let them watch house of cards that's politics okay well anyway <laughs> don't you agree like the superficially yeah what they did was politics but in real life don't have to get a little dirty Wow, you just shit on all the... We've shit on the Christmas season. It's You're Bob. shitting on KYA. Are you okay? Maybe tonight would be like the... what? What is it when the... Like, do you want to go across town and just like... I want to knock over Christmas. Knock over Christmas trees <laughs> and like destroy people's it's Ebenezer Scrooge type shit. I mean, what is that? Should I just... What's that you? story? What story? Ebenezer Scrooge. The Christmas Carol? Yeah, the Christmas Carol. <laughs> Maybe there'll be some ghosts coming in tonight. and You know that guy that holds up the cardboard sign on Instagram? Yeah. Do you, do you want to go sit out in front of the elementary school and mm-hmm. say Santa isn't real on Monday morning? Is that your go-to? That's a goal. I'm, <laughs> I'm concerned. I have concerns. Also, you got to be careful. There's children listening to this podcast. There shouldn't be. <laughs> At no point there should be. We'll, we'll text some people that I know listen with their kids in the car. Bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, those kids. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen with your. Why are you listening? Don't don't put us on speakerphone. Yeah. Don't listen to this podcast with your kids. Listen, honestly, I love Christmas. I love the Christmas weekend, but it's the like. The five o'clock drive from Thanksgiving till December twenty fourth. That's like, 
crazy. It's tough. It's different. I mean, I'm struggling with it right now, but like this morning I got up and I, you know, wasn't home earlier in the week. And so I really just wanted to like hang out with Harlan and snuggle and, and, and I was like, well, shit, it's already like noon. <laughs> we got to get up and go. We got, got, we got, went saw Santa today. Went to see Santa. My friend is a photographer. Shout out to, with my whole heart photography, Becky Eisen brought in a Santa. She like, like booked him through a site. She told me what it was and I was like, that, it was a weird name. But basically people like offer their services like I'm a Santa Claus or. Like Fiverr or something? Maybe. It wasn't Fiverr, but something like that. Yeah. And so um, he's also been like a Cabela's Santa. And Ooh. yeah, he was legit. He was a great Santa. And so we went into our studio. And I, have, I feel like I have a future of being a Santa. I think you could. Um, as soon as we rounded the corner, she was like, we're in here. And we heard ho, ho, ho. And Harlan like stops. And he's like, Santa? <laughs> and he like, just with all this confidence, just walks. He's like, oh, hey, Santa. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, friend. And we did some pictures and she had cookies and stuff. And he didn't do too bad. He just like, hey, Santa. I, he, listen, seeing him love Christmas does like put put that little spark in my in my black heart because he's all about it like he loves elf which mm-hmm. is great tonight he selected national lampoon's christmas vacation he kind of paid attention he really loves it he laid down with me during the squirrel scene and got real tickled yeah um but he's he's getting it he was asking about the reindeer we do have an opportunity to go see reindeer in Bowling Green or somewhere near that. Probably on Tuesday. Um, on the on the nineteenth, it's on a Tuesday. But I think I'm saying on the nineteenth and the twentieth, maybe oh. the twentieth and twenty first. I can't remember. Well, just Harlan, I can go if you want. Um, I, I would say things in Bowling Green are put on hold for a while. That's true. That's true. But anyway, he so he said today he was like Santa. Oh, and the reindeer. I'm like, oh, we are not seeing reindeer today. <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening. He was, but he you know, also I think expected presents too. My friend came over the other night. We've got um, my department adopts an angel tree kid, and we were kind of gathering up all the presents for that. And he couldn't be at school the day they were due, so he was bringing his over to my house the night before. And he knocks on the door, and first off, it's during Harlan's like home therapy session, so right. his BT is there. And um, Harlan jumps up. He's like, "Pizza!" I was like, "God." <laughs> They are going to think we never feed our well, kids. Well, she was like, you have a pizza again? Yeah. No. No, no, we're not. And so he opened the door, and he was like, oh, presents. At first he was like, oh, where's pizza? <laughs> and was like, Willie's standing there like, Willie was uh, like, I did not bring a pizza. I do apologize. But he was like, oh, presents, presents for me. So he had to hide them. And so we do not have presents under our tree. Yeah, probably not a good idea to put them out until Christmas morning. No. No, I saw some meme that was like, my house in my bedroom. There's stacks of Amazon boxes. That is not true for us. Wrapping paper everywhere. Kids are screaming. Someone's crying. Yeah. Like we don't really have that problem, but it's not really. Our forte has always been like last minute. It stresses me the hell out. I hate it, but here we are. Because I try so hard to be a thoughtful gift giver, mm-hmm. and I get stuck on a few people. But you can't be extremely thoughtful. In the 11th hour. That should probably start around 4th of July. When, when 
hell, Amazon's been down a couple times. Um, things are not coming in in 48 hours. So. Hope y'all like handmade Christmas cards this year. <laughs> <laughs> With a little cash stuffed inside. You know what? It is what it is, though. But that's something I can let go of is this is a gift for somebody. We're giving it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, I'm trying to release that yeah. that thought and that, that anxiety. Because ultimately, I don't know that, like, even when I put, like, tons of thought into a gift, do you think someone's like, that was the most thoughtful gift ever? No. Like, that's why I can't do Secret Santa at school. I can't. I, that Even if it's, um, like, we did this little thing where, like, every day you bought a little small item. Mm-hmm. Stressed me the hell out every day. Like, am I getting the right beverage is this what they like is you know like little things that you drop that just requires you pay a little more attention to what they like and i'm not good at that see that's what i'm good at and it's not i don't know why i'm not good at that i don't i just can't focus you don't answer your phone either so it's not like (laughs) i'm just really bad at like i i've i'm really considering who if i get in trouble who am i going to call because abby's not answering the phone i don't think that's fair I think I'll answer it. Harlan will answer it for me. Yeah, he'll answer the phone for anybody. Hello? <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with me, like, not paying attention. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you got kind of checked out on the... I don't know. Like, I do really, really care about people, and I love them, and I think about them all the time. I'm just, like... But don't I, expect a text back either. <laughs> that's not true. I try. It's. I'm learning it's all a part of my, like... Stress and anxiety, the way I process that stuff. And, and things like call, like all that, I'm like a one-minute manager. Like I reply, I, I reply almost instantly to everybody. But now after that, it may be more sporadic, but initially, boom, right back. But if somebody says calls when you get there, that's never happening. Or call me back later. Gary <laughs> is not calling you back later, ever. If I say I'll call you back later. He's lying. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's code for, yes. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. It. I can't explain it. It's a whole mental like I can't go there right now because once I'm in on a text message, I have to mentally get involved and emotionally. And involved. you can't if Abby is looking at her phone. You can't talk to her. Not like just looking at TikTok or something, but like like engaged texting. Yeah, texting. she can't text and talk at the same time. I'm trying to make sure. So I sent something today. While I was driving, and I was just trying to shoot off something really quick to two people, and I wrote, like, the random word, like, choices came up, and it didn't make any sense, and they were like, choices, did I miss something? And I was like, no, I don't even know where that came from. You typed it, or was it? I th- it must have auto, like, correct, like, predicted, text prediction in there, and I was like, I don't even know, did I say that? I don't, what did I mean by that? So then I worry about, like, do they think I'm just making stuff up? No, like, let stuff go. So that's why I hyper-focus is because a lot of thinking, overthinking goes behind my texts, my emails, my messages. Like, do I have time? If people send me a TikTok, am I in a place that I can watch it? Because sometimes I don't want to open up TikTok everywhere I am. <laughs> and I'm at school a lot. Like, I can't open that stuff just anywhere. Yeah, our group text, you probably don't open at school. Nope. Very rarely, I'm by myself, or there's no one around. There, it's nope, doesn't happen because I'm terrified. I've got everything set to where I can just see that I have a message, right? 
but like it just says notification. I do not have any. You don't. I don't even. I don't even want the name what? of who's texting on there, because y'all terrify me. <laughs> I'm very scared. Oh, so yeah, it's the Christmas season. <laughs> I just want to know. Wrapped up in like a bow. And then we get to cross into a brand new year. And, you know, considering the last two years have been a roller coaster of shit. (laughs) What's in store for us? Who knows? Also, we're old now, so. I don't know. Will we be staying up till midnight? Who's to say? Yeah, I think so. Because I I go. It's less now, but my sporadic sleep pattern sometimes. Like. Abby and Charlie went to Cotillion last night. I did not go to. I went as a. She took. She driver. was the escort. She was the Uber. So Harlan and I are chilling, doing our thing, doing our nightly routine. He falls asleep about seven thirty. He falls asleep. No, he fell asleep like yeah, between seven and seven thirty. Probably close to like seven fifteen. No melatonin or anything. Just wow. out. I'm like, you know what? I'm only down for a minute. Rest my it's eyes. Quiet. <laughs> I think it started to rain. I was like, oh, this is. And I, the next thing I remember is Abby walking into the room. I'm like, all right. I was terrified. Are. I was like, what happened? Where is he? Is he downstairs playing video games? Is he no like? Because I was just like, hey, we're on our way. Do you... nothing. <laughs> so I I wake up. So I sleep like four hours, five hours, and then I. Today, I had to wake up early to go to Cincinnati to do a, a podcast, and it's like 4.30 in the morning, and I'm down here packing up all the stuff like I can't go back to sleep. So at 5 o'clock, I'm, I'm you're asleep. On that, you're on that Abby time right now. That is an Abby Thomas. So I'm laying there. like I'm like, well, if I go to sleep now, you remember, mm-hmm. you'd be like, if I go to sleep now, I get three hours. That never happens with me because I can't fall asleep. So I'm laying there. I'm half asleep, half awake, and I hear... Hey, Dad, you sleeping? <laughs> I yeah, love bro. how casual Harlan is in the morning when he comes to see. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, Mom." <laughs> yeah, he's just he's red like he. So okay, so I was up. completely out this morning. I think I'm I'm still like struggling from the KY because I had to stay up till like midnight or after. That's not your jam. That's chaperoning not- kids. Oh my gosh, I've not done that in forever. And like, like staying up till midnight or well, bo- first off, both. like we were active, you were active until almost 10 o'clock every night. See. And so then I had to like get kids, you know, it was a boy girl event. So I had to like get them into their rooms and you know, they're like wanting to door dash freaking Taco Bell at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, go to Same, bed, <laughs> go Same. to bed. They were hilarious. Like them just learning how to door dash and it, it was adorable, but Whose credit cards are they using? <laughs> Some of them have jobs and have like debit cards and stuff. But yeah, that was another conversation. I was like, I'm not paying for your food. And like, how are you going to get it and stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah, we stopped like we stopped on the way down there at Meyer just to get some lunch because they don't like the timing is really weird for this. And um, in that little area in Hamburg and like I was afraid they were going to like blow all their money in Meyer before we ever even got, like they were buying toys <laughs> and like a football. And I'm like... We have things to get on the bus, but it was, it was a cool, like I've not done that in a while. So the last night, whew, and you got to get up and like listen to a three hour meeting the next day. And, 
oh, and then show up Wednesday and start teaching kids. And I was just. Oh, and, Lord. oh, by the way, Harlan can't go to school the first half of Wednesday. Oh and it's like, what <laughs> yeah. in the world? It was, I don't know. And I know, a, I know other people, like, they have twice as many, three times as many kids as we do that they're organizing and stuff just gary and i are remember we're like half-assed people so it's just a lot for us i had to do a reflection on the year and then something i wanted to do. what class was that for english yeah it's such an english teacher assignment and when she gives up and she's like you know, just reflect on something yeah but um i said um especially getting back into an academic routine like I've got to do better at organizing my time and organizing things. And so I just, I need, I, I seriously, I'm not kidding. I would like a solid 24, 48 hours without kids. You're optional. A week. No. Oh. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> but I need to sit down and just make a big plan, sit like in my own shit and kind of figure out, Time and stuff. I just can't block off time to do that, to have this reflection moment. I know that I need a... You just have to. I know, but but when? When I'm not feeling guilty for not being around the kids or not being with you enough. I know, but I can't get anything accomplished. Like, I took papers with me and graded them in the lobby of a hotel... Wow. And and so I was like, well, if you got things to do, I was like, no, I'm kind of, no, this is actually what I need. I need to be away from my people and so I can get stuff done because otherwise I can't. So I've never been this deep in a um, funk of not getting caught up on stuff. And so dealing with the guilt and the shame and the, the from that, that I would really like to... Um, I need to figure it out. Just got to figure it out. <laughs> Thanks. Babe. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Thanks, babe. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have any like words of wisdom for that. I just, I, I'm in the same boat, just with, um, with a more relaxed tone. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to do those things too, but. It's not like it's not on your mind. Like, oh, it's on my mind a lot. Yeah, I think I told you this a long time ago. I can wake up in the morning already just from opening my eyes, knowing that I'm already letting someone down that day. Someone's going to the short end of the stick. So I've got to a just like I'm learning to accept that and not like you just let everybody guilt. down all the time. And then when you show up, it's like, oh shit, what up? <laughs> I'm a little too far into this game to be that person now, I think. I think I'm a, I've, ooh, it sucks. Just don't be responsible early on in your life, guys. And, um, I don't know. What do you do? Like, just. You just, I don't, I think. I'm all about the boundaries. So we're going to set some boundaries for, I I, I know what to do, but I'm telling you, like, physically to make it happen has been hard. Like, to set aside that time. I don't know how to find it anymore. Um, we're going to set some boundaries with the holidays this year. We're not, um, I'm cutting a few stops out and that's really hard to do, but we got spoiled last year waking up Christmas morning and that was it. Yeah. The kids played with toys all day. They hung out. We watched movies. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what we ate for the day. Like, yeah. 
Like I think it was just like junk food. Cinnamon casserole. Oh, we did like. Uh, oh, it was a, our our junk food day. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like forever, it has been. Wake part, up. part of the stress is the hustle. Of yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Open your presents and whatever time Charlie would wake up. Okay, everybody get in the shower, get dressed. We gotta go. We gotta get to Moorhead. We're already running late. Let's go. You gotta be there like by eleven thirty or noon. Yeah. And it's a great time, and I love being there. But we've been up all night yeah. at houses previously, so I'm going to set a boundary on some of those and just say. But I think we're going to get New Christmas Eve off. Possibly, we've not had that in seven. In my entire life, I go somewhere for Christmas Eve. But since we've been married for 17 years, we've gone to to your family's Christmas Eve, and then a couple of different places, at least two, if not three, places Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um. We've been around 18 years, haven't we? 17. 18? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Plus all the years we dated, we would do this too, the same routine. <clears throat> so even longer than 17 years. Mm-hmm. But. So I don't know. And, and you know, if you're the person that you're rushing around to houses and stuff. and It's and not fun. I mean, but if, if that's how, you know, you have to celebrate, that's great. But. I'm always envious of like television when people like show up to someone's house for a couple of days and like, they stay there and I'm like, yeah. what's that like? Maybe we need to move out of state. <laughs> Is that a, what we need to and do? And we just show Yeah, that's our thing. And then you come see us. <laughs> when yeah, or yeah, we'll, we'll take turns. I don't yeah. know. It's a it's a, a management thing as well. But there comes a point when th- those norms are like the yeah. circle of life. Like you're right. not, you're not going to get that. I mean, the same forever, Christmas Eve was my mamma Jim and Pappy Dukes and Nanny Lou's. Like, yeah. that was forever. And, you know, obviously, we don't do that anymore. So, yeah, it's crazy. But we'll figure it out. And I just, it always, like, in your head, you have, like, these grand expectations, I think, of um, this super great holiday but it comes it doesn't come in these like lengthy long memorable moments i think it just comes in really small spurts of things of you know i have memories of sitting in the floor and kitchen floors painting christmas ornaments with charlie or something that we've gotten we have like two hours to get something done and we have a craft time you made ornaments with harlan tonight (laughs) i melted i I walked upstairs and i was like the house is burning down (laughs) I, i melted plastic we bought the wrong cups, so I'll go get new cups um, next weekend, and we'll redo this. But we what we made was really cute. Is next weekend uh, full on Christmas barrage? Like I, I know there's people that are like, it's Christmas cookie making day, and like they have that Christmas. No, we don't. No, we don't do that. We have sugar um, cookies to make right now, <laughs> and it will randomly be made on a Wednesday night. Nobody wants to decorate them. Um, we are going to get like cookies to, to decorate. Yeah. But as, do we have traditions? I don't know if we have traditions. We have started the uh, Seminole casserole Christmas morning. That's one of my favorites. It's literally just for you. Our kids could give two shits if that Seminole casserole is made. <laughs> and I could give two shits about them. <laughs> two shits if they want you to eat. <laughs> we had a breakfast at work. 
I was like, Abby, you got to make the cinnamon roll casserole. And listen, it was devoured. I, it, it, in, it was another one of those weeks where, it, like, I got home late. I'm like, y'all, I'm forgetting things. Like, I don't forget things. Like, that's not me. Okay, wait. I do forget. <laughs> like, today I put Harlan's macaroni and cheese in the freezer until he forgot about it. Like, while it was cooling off. I gave him a bath. I See, got I Charlie ready. I don't put it in the freezer. Like, I just give it to him. He knows it's hot. He will wait. It's not like. He knows. Anyway, so talked on the phone, had a full call. I froze it. I froze the macaroni and cheese. I do stuff like that. But when it comes to obligations and things that I have to do for others, I don't forget that stuff. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've like woke up and I'm, or, or like lessons and stuff like that that I need to get ready. I don't forget those things. I've been forgetting so I almost forgot the cinnamon roll casserole, and like I woke up late, and I was like scrambling to get it done, but I got it done. Yep. Sometimes it's all matters to get it done. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a. It's last minute, and we will get it done, but there will be a fight and tears in the process. We have uh, assembled some questions here. We have. I send Gary an obscene amount of TikToks, apparently. And honestly, I don't. Like, I send other people way more TikToks than I send him. <laughs> and sometimes they're just like, I want to I just want to show you this right now to laugh. But some of them are like, I wanted to talk about this later. Yeah. Um, this was from a TikTok. And it's, am I supposed to answer it for you? Or are we supposed to answer for each other? And see We're if we supposed to know this so I follow a lot of like therapists on TikTok, as one should. Um, and this is from a, a a relationship counselor. Hold on, who's the best TV therapist? Doctor Drew. But he's a real therapist. I'm talking about like a fictional therapist on TV. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't. You watch that Sopranos, and there's a therapist on there. Yes. I don't know that. Um, Frazier? Frazier's a therapist. On the radio, though, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, The guy from American Horror Story, the first season. Oh, that's so fucked up. Yeah. He's a therapist, though. Yeah, he is. That is so messed up. Um, I don't know. Isn't there a therapist on SVU? B.D. Wong. That's a, that show's still going on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hit that. Are there other on are there TV therapists? I'm sure there are. Like, I think in the last podcast we did, we talked about the, what we watched when we watched the, the Rock and Ron Reynolds movie. Uh-huh. We've not watched anything since then. Not a thing. I, I don't no, know that watch. we've hung out together since yeah. then. It has been in passing. This is the longest we've been in a room together. I yeah. tried to get Ariel shopping with me today. Apparently, that's not fun. <laughs> we may have tried to get dinner one day together. You snuck home after KYA. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, Abby, I'm like, are you still Walmart? This is place, place as hell. And wonders why I don't want to go. It was awful. I saw so many people. But I thought if you were with me, like I could tolerate it. Yeah, I just wanted that would to be annoy with you. me more. We tried to go in to Walmart one day. We did, and it didn't go well. It did. Oh, <laughs> you had to, you had to use the bathroom. <laughs> really bad. 
Like we gotta go. This is this is we're leaving now. Yeah. All right. What? So okay. do I ask you the question? So he me? is saying that these are twelve things that you should know about your partner six months into a relationship. Oh, six months in. Six months into a relationship, you should already know these things about your partner. Oh wow. So, so we, we ch- so you couples listening, we challenge so we you are, to we are to see 18, if you know these. eighteen years in. So I guess you should already know this about, do you want to know if I, do you want to answer it that way? Like what's mine and what's yours? You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see. What makes you laugh or cry? What makes you laugh? You like silly things like silly, silly. Mm-hmm. Like Abby laughing at TikToks that make no sense to me. <laughs> Abby cries when she's stressed. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Like, that's her go-to. Gary is going to cry at every wedding he ever goes to. Not a funeral, but a wedding. Even our own. He got Mm -hmm. teary-eyed during our vows. I had to look over at your groomsmen to, like, not cry. Um, Laugh. laugh. Other people's pain. (laughs) No. (laughs) You would call it dark humor. Yeah. Very, very, very dark, dark humor. His memes are fire. As dumpster fire, as in someone is burning somebody else's house down fire. Like there's some things, like the other night, you were on the phone. We were we actually were sitting next to each other. I was watching Rick and Morty, uh-huh. laughing. Oh yeah, seen it twenty times. Yeah, and it I do is, that with. And it's not silly funny. It's. <laughs> There's an intelligence to the comedy of Rick and Morty. Yeah. But it yeah. That it's Trailer dark. Park Boys, things yeah. like that. No, Trailer Park Boys isn't dark humor though. No. It's just stupid. Yeah. But you laugh at that too. Stupid so stupid and stupid and dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. So twelve year olds and sociopaths meet Gary. That's fair. I will say that's fair. <laughs> What are you passionate about? Abby, as you can tell, is passionate about teaching, even if it's going to kill her. I don't want it to kill me. <laughs> what are you passionate about? Um, I think that it's fleeting for me sometimes. I was getting ready to say it comes in phases. you have had so many phases of passion, but when you're in, you're in. So I'm I, I passionate mean, about artwork. Learning. <laughs> You're such a passionate learner. <laughs> if it's something I'm interested in, yeah. yeah. You are. I like go you, all in. You will, like, you are, you're listening to this dictator um, podcast now. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I'm like, but like, you are exhausted, tired this morning and you just spouted off some facts about Uganda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah. Um, but when you are, and I like that. That's cool. I, I think we both have that like passion to learn something. We just do it so differently. Yeah, and the stuff that I learn is usually not useful for anything. <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's good. It, it's useful in that it gives you a place. It gives you. It keeps um, my mind fresh. Okay, I think that's absolutely fine. like in in truth of what education is, scholar. Um, yeah, that is you know when you talk about what is the purpose of education. Is it vocational where you just learn so that you can get a job? Or is it because you are trying to sharpen your mind and make the most of it? I would so, say I have a sharp mind. 
I do, if I could change, I wish I was a, a faster with my wit. <laughs> you're like, you have a good comeback, like three hours later, you're like, damn it, I should have said that. Sometimes it's not a good thing though, because sometimes I do have a quick wit and it's, and it's sharp and biting and I don't need to say things. So I just don't talk. See, I would love that. My brain sometimes goes crazy with things I want to say, especially when I'm teaching and a kid says something and I so badly want to say one of my witty comments. And I'm like, that is not appropriate to say in front of a teenager. Don't say it. Um, let's go through a couple more of these. Uh, do you have spiritual beliefs? I think Abby is very spiritual mm-hmm. in her own way. Like she searches out maybe not traditional. Traditional combined with like fringe. I don't know if it's fringe. I don't. How about alternative? Mm, how about real? <laughs> I mean, uh, like alternative to like the main. Okay. That's fair. I am. I, I would have liked to have been the plumber in Joe Olstein's church. Found all that money. <laughs> what a piece of shit, man! <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, video just keeps going around. The guy's like Joe Olstein. You're yeah. a piece of shit, man. <laughs> I saw. Where was I? Tag on it, and I saw a bunch of his books. Really? Whoa! Oh! 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 I was at Ollie's with Harlan, yeah. and I like wanted to do something hilarious with his books, and I'm like, I'm with Harlan. I can't. Do. Like, I was like going to do a TikTok or something with his books. <laughs> And I'm like, when your books show up at, but Ollie's does randomly get like good books, good books. And then Joel, Steen. Joel, Steen. they've got like a really large selection of like spiritual type yeah. text. Um, yeah. And I was like, there he is. There's the man. And PS, he has multiple books. Yeah. So, oh God. But, um, I am, I do like seeking out and I was going to say, I feel like you're always searching. Right. Within that spiritual realm. But I think there's a lot to learn about it. And I think if you, the minute you sit down and you're like, I got this shit figured out, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, that's the wrong way to approach that. Yeah, um, I agree. You are spiritual in a very private, personal way. Um, I know you make a lot of jokes <laughs> about traditional Christianity. But. Yes. Um, I feel like it's. Very Joe Alstein. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't think either you or I would fit into like an evangelical, traditional church environment. We have a different take on that. Um, but you you seek it out differently than I do, much more privately, and. Um, Repent on your deathbed. Solid <sighs> advice from Homer Simpson. Then there's Homer. <laughs> so yeah, like a cartoon character. That's you. I, sometimes I feel like my life is a cartoon. Like you have said this before. You have said that very in a very earnest way uh, that you're a character, almost. Yeah. But who's writing my stories? <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Some I, Charlie asked this morning. She's her damn hair is going to be the death of me because I'm not that girl to understand. I don't. It's it's complicated. It Shame takes it. a lot of product. She maybe is, she'll go through all those faces and she'll just Britney Spears that bitch buzzer out. Maybe for Lucky, there are things that there are ways that she needs to take care of it. She's not going to do it. I'm not here to micromanage that. 
Um, so she was like, why do I have curly hair? I was like, someone played a really deep, God played a hilarious joke on me. This isn't about you. This is about me. He's like, what can we do? Let's give her curly hair. Abby will really freak out on this one. <laughs> um, so that is where I feel like you are spiritually. In your, um, back to that question. <laughs> yeah, because my curly hair. Yes. For a split second, I was like, I'm going to let my hair grow out. You did have a couple days where you've asked about it, and I was like, son of a bitch, he's going to do it. But you did cut it. I was like, nah, I can't. Like, I still have an urge to just always go with the high and tight. You have an urge at any given moment. I'm terrified you're going to shave your head. Yeah. And your face. And you'll just, there you'll be. Um, What is most important to you? These are things you're supposed to learn in six months. Because I feel like all these things can change. They should change. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's important for those around you to be healthy, happy, fulfilled. Like you, you, for you to play a role in that somewhat, whether it's reaching out to a student or helping a fellow teacher or friend or whatever. I also like my family. That too. Like that's, (laughs) I feel like that's a given, but, and that's important to you. It's like being there. And that's where you're so torn is how can I, how can I play this role for everybody? I had this thought tonight. We were, I was in Walmart and I say this all the time. God did not bless us with abundance of wealth, of, right. of mon- monetary wealth. Because there were multiple times that I was like, fuck it. I just want to go buy those kids stuff over there. Like, <laughs> oh, it's such a, like, and literally we could Our kids are. Uh, not our kids. Yeah, I was going to say, our kids are pretty spoiled. Right. I know my kids are taken care of. No, there are times that. Harlan, man, it's it's he's that little kid, you know. Yeah. Now, Charlie got a huge ass lecture today about UGG boots. I'm not buying her UGG boots, and I'm not letting her ask anybody for UGG boots. I look. Do you know how much UGG boots are? No, but I know what they look like. They're pretty stupid looking. They are. How much do you think they are? 120 bucks. How much? Higher than that mm-hmm. for UGG boots? What she is wearing. Damn, but you got them black. Uh, you got them black house shoes that I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> That, At a that, Walmart, that could be a- $200. No, nah, ain't, ain't nobody getting no Ugg boots for her. So I said, I was like, you're not asking a soul. Because she said, can I? It's like the one thing I asked for. I was like, first of all, <laughs> that's not bitch, the one it's thing. not the one that you gave a complicated list. What shoes are the thing, I guess, for her now. Right. Well, and she, and she, there's a pair of white vans. I don't know who bought them for. Was it us? Her, I did. Know? I bought yeah. them for her off. Facebook and they're out there. That's my bad that they're sitting out there. I put them still. Out there. They were trash. She trashed them from the get go. Right. I need to bleach them and stuff. I said and I accidentally sent them outside. And I forgot about them. Again, I never forget anything, guys. Um, it's true. I I just lost my shit on her today because I thought of all things, like and I broke it down for her and I don't want to guilt her. It like we right. we told her she could do cotillion. We signed up for that. But when she's asking for like. I, would, I could really go for some Starbucks right now. Bitch. <laughs> no. Number one, no. You're not going to. She doesn't even drink it. Exactly. So the Ugg boot thing, I was like, you want Ugg boots? Get a job. Yeah. I can't. 
Gary dead ass looked at me and said, I'm 13. I'd be violating the uh, child labor laws if I were to try to get a job. What are you even talking about? I was like, young lady, you can go clean a house. There is no child labor laws on that. You could babysit a kid. I wouldn't hire to babysit shit. She said, she I like not use me as a reference. <laughs> she was like, well, I don't even know how to clean. I was like, Duh. shadow me. Shadow me any day of the week. I will show you how to clean. Like, it's not that hard. Like, there are things that you could, I was like, manual labor. You can do anything. You could go tutor kids. Well, I need tutoring. I'm pretty sure we could find a third grader that you're smarter than, and you could help them. Like, ooh, good. <sighs> oh. I don't know how I got on, but yeah, yeah, our no, I do not have the rain emerge to like splurge money on our kids. But I do get that feeling like around this time of year, I get guilt of like, we had a waitress last night. And I text you, I'm like, yeah. she, she's pregnant. We gave her a good tip. <laughs> we did. But like in my heart, I want to be that person. That drops a hundred dollars tip. I so want to be that person. And like right now, these people in um, Western Kentucky, we just had a huge tornado go through. Um the state, it kind of dissipated toward uh, the western end of the state. But it's it's just been heartbreakingly destructive to our area. And, um, like, I wanted to immediately start sending cash in. Or go, Charlie sent me a list. Her leadership team is buying stuff, and they're, like, filling a bus. I was like, damn, I just want to go get everything on the list right now and, like, send it down. And <clears throat> this is why I can't have wealth. <laughs> What's important to me? Uh-oh. I think family has always been super important to you. Uh-huh. Very important just in the way that you, um, loyalty is extremely important to you. And that I think ties into the family thing. Uh-huh. Am I accurate? Pretty accurate. Anything else? And Universal Studios. <laughs> no, not so much. I'm teasing. I did do a paper on theme parks for school. Did you get a grade on that yet? No. Damn it. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be. Come uh, on we now. Know. We know. We know. We know. Uh, let's do one more. Um, what support do you need when you're stressed or sad? You? Mm-hmm. This is tricky because I thought it was like I always gave you space mm-hmm. because I honestly don't know what you need. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I mean, for me, like, I don't know. I, when in times of stress and really difficult times, I try to give you space. But I've learned that sometimes left to your own devices, not the best, that you do kind of need like just a gentle casual nudging to where you feel like it's your own idea a gentle nag a gentle nag yeah we had this conversation yeah, apparently told, i'm a nag no i told and Gary's Abby, complimenting me. i was saying that she nags me when i need it i don't think i don't like the word nag i don't she like, encourages me when i need it in a like i want to be your wife like your like love of your life not the bitch who nags you your whole life i told you that's not what i'm that's not at all what i meant like you <laughs> spur me on when i need it the most Cheerleader, coach, um, nag. Just say it. God dang it! No, I'm not. I'm not going to call you nag. Apparently, has negative connotations in this house. 
It has ne- it is always negative connotation. Who's to say? <laughs> Me. <laughs> For you, I th- you I learned a long time ago. I couldn't just give you my advice. Like this is what I would do. <laughs> that doesn't really work. So I think just listening, like hearing you out. I like to be heard. And comforting and like understanding what you're saying, being a little empathetic, which doesn't come natural to me. <laughs> it does not. I should have learned that in six months. <laughs> exactly. I feel like you were empathetic. It's a damn state really? police job. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you were an empathetic person or did I, per- I must have perceived you as empathetic. And then <laughs> your heart just I'm like the Grinch concrete. So we went to the <laughs> we went to the Moorhead Christmas parade. Oh y'all! And Harlan was so good and loved it. But meanwhile, me and Jason Ellis stood with Charlie, mm-hmm. and her <laughs> like. By the third grant, she was like, oh, so unoriginal. Like, <laughs> She's a parade. How many different fucking takes on Christmas you think there are, like, for a parade? She liked the dancers. <laughs> She's like, more day. Well, that's what Sarah came up to me and said, yeah, Charlie's already critiquing the parade. Too many Grinches, apparently. I was like, uh, she just wants everybody to be a basic bitch dancing to Santa Baby. Yeah. In a general routine. She's like, actually, she really enjoys the dancers. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> yep. But it was... uh it was fun, like, and and we missed the parade here, which I were like I was sad because my kids were like, "Were you at the parade?" I was like, "No, I went to Moorhead." But... She just said, "Yeah, I saw you. You <laughs> look good." No, because they were like, "No, they would have called me out." Um, you don't lie to kids. That's I'm going to give you that advice right now. Okay, there are things that you can lie about and things you cannot lie about. They yeah, will, they will know it. They will know that you're lying. So, just don't, just don't lie. <sighs> So, the college life has been, I feel like I learned more, I learned less about my subjects and more about the institution of college in its current state right now. Welcome to education. And I was just like, <laughs> this is, first of all, it is dummy proof. You like, say that. I mean, it, at least, it, like, the barrier to entry if you're coming out of high school into this or if you're if you waited twenty years like me, there's there's so much opportunity to to get it right, if that makes sense. There's so much opportunity to to not fail. And it was kinda it was your your course or whatever to bomb at. Can I can I play devil's advocate for sure. that? Can you step back from your setting and understand I want to use the word privilege and you're getting really pissy about that but you have a job that allows you time to even log in like you had constant access to technology pretty net almost 99% of the time mm-hmm. consistent Wi-Fi you had um, space to work mm-hmm. and opportunity to work and you know you had me to to jump in and take care of the kids when necessary how many times do you really have to do that, though? Multiple. I mean, I, I mean, like you three. Would, no. I mean, there were multiple times you're like, I need to get this done, and you would come downstairs, and I would do bath time, and and you would do that. So you also had a schedule that allowed you to 
do that. But if you are, let's say, and you come from, you know, I mean, a, a career and a job that has, you know, kept you pretty savvy to a lot of issues and, and you're literate. So you come out of a high school situation where you're not around a lot of literate people. You are working a job or two jobs where you're literally, you know, there's no time to check your phone, let alone, you know, sit by a computer. Like that's where I think it failed that you say it's dummy proof. I think in, in like intellectual wise, maybe it was probably pretty easy. But the the actual ability to jump through those hoops is hard for some people. Well, and I I think that's almost like a prerequisite. You you have to have those basic needs met before you even try it. Well, and we and just a lot of people. That's that's where I think we talk about like prepping kids for college to go in that because you were in class with kids from college. You know, kids. I think a, a class with one of your students, right? Younger people that those soft skills that we preach and like we are throwing the content at people because colleges want that content and that rigor. They don't though. Well, they say, I mean, that's what we hear. Yeah. But we know from several different experiments of pulling, you know, students out of really low socioeconomic places, putting them in these like amazing schools that aren't necessarily private, more like probably more of a um, charter like, environment and taking them like the KIPP schools and taking them through there. And they are academically elite getting into these colleges, but have nothing once they get there to keep them in like that, that support system fails because who's going to help you through that. Right. So, you know, what are we doing for the, the single moms that are trying to get, earn a degree academically? It may be really easy, but if you're a hairdresser for, you know, eight hours a day and then you're doing some side hustle plus you're you know taking your kid to soccer think of all the kid things we do with our kids you may or may not have a spouse or your spouse is working the night shift you know those that shit gets tricky as hell and you're shoving it all in on a saturday you know when you when you <laughs> wait at the last minute to do some of your work you're like damn it you know i gotta, <laughs> I gotta yeah. be but but th- that's my frustration is like we don't how and how do you prepare people for that Part of how do you? I mean, you you have a career for for twenty years behind you that has prepped you to, you know, be on time. Learn you know learn a lot of basics about technology and meeting deadlines and stuff. Where yeah. we're, we're throwing kids out there that don't. My have worst that. grade was in my computer class. Was it really? Yeah. How I was I couldn't be bothered to do all of it. That's pathetic. I've I manipulated what what the weighted scores were did what I had to do to make sure I got a B and the rest I didn't even attempt. Oh my God. That's so annoying. But I, so for this class, I had 400 total assignments. Oh God. So like it, for the week I would have, I, I don't know, 40, 50 different things yeah. to do. And, and half of them were so stupid in, in my head. Like, for somebody that knew nothing about how to turn on, like one week I had to set up a computer virtually. <laughs> Power cord goes here. That I'm like, are you fucking serious? I and I, I understand not everybody's had a, a desktop computer. Like those are 
later yeah. these days. We're on a laptop. You know, or or where does the USB port go? I'm like, are we, is this real? Like, legit, one of my, also, but my final was through Microsoft. So I am a Microsoft, uh, I am Microsoft Pro certified. Are you? Yeah. I am not. Which, <clears throat> to be I'm honest, not. I was completely freaking out on this one. Like, of all the... You shushed me. <laughs> was this the one where you're yes. at the table and you shushed me? <laughs> so I had this whole class, not to bore you with the details, but you would do something, you, it would give you the score, give you automatic feedback. Same format for the test, except when I hit score, it wouldn't tell me the score. So I got halfway through, I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I don't have that buffer to know. I'm 20 points ahead. I can, I know I can fuck something up here and be all right. So my asshole's all puckered. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> damn it. I cannot. <laughs> and so I got to the end. And it's like, uh, see your certificate. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Of course, I'll pass that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Great job. Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. I mean, I'm proud of you. I don't want to. Make light of and act like what you did was easy when I mentioned that at all, because I know it was tough. Um, it was, and this is, goes back there. to like the organization. I think I would love to talk with a super organized person because no, I, I, I make you feel like shit. No, I, but because I relish in the fucking flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> you and I have learned for too long. We can do it. We can do that. Is it you best practice? Than, no. no. Like, will no. it bite you in the ass on occasion? Absolutely. No. I just, it, it, I think the difference between you and I in that is I will have a meltdown. You will not. No, I don't care. <laughs> I, but I have been learning, like, I feel like part of this is not just me being lazy or, like, I get paralyzed sometimes with some things and i just like when you get overwhelmed yes and i don't know where to start and that is what clearly has been going on for the past so my motivation and this is again bad practice but for this whole semester everything's due at midnight on whatever either like sunday monday what something like that 5 p.m i'm like got this right like i know i've got between now so and honestly, that's like I also need to be getting meal prepped, or right. yeah, the, the, I need to be doing my schoolwork, yeah. and so it all like comes to this head. So, Harley so usually, needs to go to bed. So usually, I would start and see what like what the what, time what the time restraint would be. I remember one week it was like ten forty five. I was like, I got this, knocked it out. You write faster than me, for sure. So what I found is that in my head, a lot of the stuff makes sense, but it doesn't. When I take a test, write something, I am not a rough draft. I'm not a reviewer. You hit period and hit send. It is what it is. It's like when I take a test. Literally yelling at my kids, not yelling at my kids, but fussing at my kids for that. I'm like, did anybody go back and even read what they wrote? Uh, No. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I can tell. Go reread it. So then I get like feedback and it's like, oh, you know, you need to change like some syntax stuff and maybe I'm like, man, this fucking spell check didn't do me right or this grammar You sent something to me and I was like, that don't, no, that doesn't, (laughs) I told you. 
It doesn't even process the right semicolon rule. So anyway, but that's like my live by the sword, die by the sword. But you, I mean, obviously many occasions I would take a test this semester and it would be like, you got a 92. Here's what you missed. And it'd be questions I didn't even realize. I'm like, Oh shit. I didn't even read that one. Oh my God. Oh man. That is and then I find out like I stressed over a couple assignments. One, I had to rush and overnight to my professor. Mm-hmm. So I overnighted to the school. So he has it there Monday morning. Did you not have to do that? Oh, no, I had to do it. Okay. Like that was, I would have got an incomplete in the class. I assume the professor gets there, say, 830. Yeah. 8 o'clock, 830. By 845, my grade's in there. Knowing damn good and well, he didn't look at any of the stuff I did. All that stuff we went through? Yeah. And you're stressing over those IC codes? Yeah, all, all didn't, no. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. But I got him next semester, too. Better. So I know, I know the. That doesn't mean anything. Oh my god! <sighs> Can we just revamp the entire education system? I'm for it. Burn Listen, it I, when I'm superintendent, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's not happening. It totally is happening. <laughs> but so I've I've talked to people about like going back to school, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you're going to retire." I'm like, "Yeah, like I can retire now." Like I'm hoping there's some kind of raise down the pipe to kind of boost that last couple of years, you know. Mm-hmm. But and I tell them, you know, this is why I'm going back to school. And they're like, "Oh, you want to be a teacher?" I was like, "Well, this is why I want to be a teacher, right? right. I I want to understand more about my son as he goes through the process of of education. Do I really uh, the teaching side of it is like." Uh, means to an end, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how I'm going to figure out how mm-hmm. and stay up to date on that and be like a functional participant in his education growing up. I just feel like keep in mind always that what you are learning in school is a very theorized. Oh, listen, I've version. I apologize for being white. I apologize no, no, for no, no, no. no. When you talk about even in education. And through sociology and sprinkled in just about everything I've done has been like very theory based, like in practice, probably not. Well, specifically what I want to go into is specifically special education, because I don't know that we have that system figured out yet. And, And so even when I've sat in those classes and I've heard like, yes, that is exactly what we need to be doing. You get to the school and you're like, how? How, do How do I do that? Yeah. In then you look at your schedule, and and so the one of the most frustrating things to me, and this is something I talked about in therapy, was I know what is be- sometimes knowing what is best practice and knowing what you can do and be incapable what you should be doing versus what you physically can make happen. Like I know best practice for teaching, I know it. Okay, like you can put me in any conference. I've read that book, and I've done some form of that. Yeah, have I been able to consistently keep it up? No, it's like a diet. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I I liken it to exercise all the time. This thing that we know is great for our body, 
But when you come down to it, it's like, how are you going to fit that in for, um, <clears throat> we're putting 35 kids in your classroom and, uh, you're, you know, by the way, you're not going to get But when I'm superintendent, I won't have any classrooms. Okay. I have, I have all the classrooms, but. So that has been, that's the hardest part to, for me is knowing best practice and then knowing what I can actually make happen. So I've, I've felt that with special ed multiple times. I've taken some great, I've learned from some great special ed teachers and it is so frustrating to, and then I get really discouraged to know, like, am I like letting these kids down? Yeah. Who's to say? I don't know. Like you. Like, I'm just going with, like, I will love them up. I will encourage the hell out of them. I will make them feel really good. If that's all they remember. Because if that's what they remember, that's great. Yeah. Is that going to academically you know, propel them somewhere? I, I will work my ass off on that Academics end of it. <laughs> I'll work my ass off on that end of it as best I can. I don't know if I'm, like, hitting that rigor where it probably needs to be for those kids to, to be change agents. But I'm going to show up every year and keep trying. So I, I just don't want you to like, I get so nervous when I hear you talk about this because even knowing our son, I don't know what I want to do with him. I don't know if I want him in a public school situation his whole life, which I don't even know what he's going to be like. I don't know if he's going to <clears throat> school with you, <laughs> your face. Oh, can but you imagine? It, Listen, we, <laughs> tonight we ran back and forth, him screaming in joy. He woke up this morning going, tickles me. Yeah. Tickles. That's one of the, they like, tickles. his sensory-seeking type things is he loves oh God. rough play. That was actually one of the first times he communicated to me that he wanted something, and he would lay down at the bottom of our bed. I would be sitting at the top. He'd lay down at the bottom, flatten himself out, and yell, tickle! <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, one of the very first things he did, and I'd have to pull him to me and just, as hard as you can, you tickle, tickle, tickle. And then he would scoot himself back. And yeah. and that was like, I mean, that was our version of like peekaboo. Like, and so I yeah. would go into these meetings with doctors and be like, okay, so he does engage with me, but here's how. It's not like he's bringing me a toy to figure out, but yeah. um, he wants, oh, very, and like, and the whole thing is, is like, he wants to tickle you. It is not gentle. <laughs> Because he doesn't like it gentle. No. So he's like digging his hands into you, yelling, tickle, tickle, tickle. And you're like, you are stabbing me, son. <laughs> I did clip his nails today. If he was going to be tickling, we had to clip. And he let me. Yeah. Crazy. Charlie still cries. <laughs> I still cry. <laughs> you do. Gary's toenails are disgusting. They are like velociraptor. Mm. And then like when you go to clip them, they like shoot off and like Stick into someone's eye. I think we need to take you for a pedicure. Nope. I can't. Uh, just say don't. Just say just touch my feet. Don't. Don't. Did you see that uh, Brian Williams quit NBC in like a random. <laughs> no, I did not. Accused America of being burned down from the inside. No. Like there's got to be something to that, right? Like. He knows. Are you saying like he knows something? I think just the whole. Like. Chris Cuomo just got fired from CNN. Like the, there's got to be a shakeup in mainstream media somehow. Illuminati. I want to say Illuminati. Like people just when podcasts get more views and listens than <laughs> what? 
Do you hear that? Yeah. It's fine. We'll keep going. We're almost done anyway. Um, I was listening to... Who watched the fucking news? Well, I was listening to, I think, Bert and Tom talk about this, like... People were very dismissive, like radios were very dismissive of podcasts first, but like, look at it now, you know. Um, I bet Blockbuster was dismissive of, uh, <laughs> of Redbox. Yeah, Redbox. And they're like, holy shit. Oops. Then Netflix. Mm. God. I, I saw something like, why is Gen X so angry? I'm like, they have like endured so many changes to their media. I don't know. I did not see that he resigned. I just saw that he quit. Um did he get, so he gave no reason. Nope. Just a random farewell message. You're talking about America being burned down with us inside. M- say America is burned down. America is burning down with us inside. I don't. I, he is very active on the Twitters. Brian. Yes. I don't follow um, him. I think I just even will retweet him a lot. Um, do you think it's just because he sees a lot and knows a lot? I don't know. I mean, think. I mean, think I about like I don't think as a as the host of the nightly news, he knows much about shit other than what they put in front of him to say. Yes, but also think about what he has had to report yeah. for the past two years. It's not exactly like he's had great news stories to to pass along. It's been pretty hard. Yeah. Um. That would get incredibly overwhelming. We should be just an all-news podcast. Us, we have no business saying the news at all. At all. Today in Libya. (laughs) Also, who cares about Libya? Fuck them. I don't even know where Libya is, and that's so sad, and I hate myself for that. You never watched Where in the World's Carbon San Diego? I don't. I would have crushed that show so hard. I don't know what that show. I I know that show exists. Yeah. And it was like geography, so you would have to. Put your flag down. Weren't you on. like a geography B winner? Geography B winner, yep. What does that mean? What did you do? Give me a geography B question. I it would I don't know. Florida is a peninsula <laughs> island, you know, just I was in like eighth grade. Like, I remember, but I remember my mom question. and dad, like this was one thing, like they took me to the University of Louisville. Aww. I'm in I guess I'm in eighth grade. Uh, no, I was in seventh grade and I literally got smoked by fucking elementary school kids. <laughs> and I'm not, this is not to, this is just a fact. They're all little Indian kids. Just took you, took you to school. From India, not Native American. I, I know. The, yep. I figured as much. So the Patels and the, <laughs> they got me. They, I'm like, what the hell do you know this stuff? Like, I remember I got through the first round. I was like, okay. And then it was like, I don't know Lights shit. out. You didn't know anything. I'm talking about, like, where sparrows nested. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> fucking sparrows. Miss Jones. Miss Jones, that teaches about no sparrows nesting. <laughs> I've always had, like, great deductive reasoning. So, that like, that stuff I, I always did good at. Cause, but when it's very specific, you're like, I don't know. Yeah, it's not your attention to detail. <laughs> Not his strength. Let's all be surprised. So if you want to get a holiday gift right now, go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash close enough. You get three free months, Abigail. You love Amazon Music. I do. Harlan loves talking to Alexa. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Alexa, play Sharp Puppet. I've been back. (laughs) And she plays it. It's crazy. But But 
this offer is good for just the next couple weeks. So if you want to get it now through Valentine's Day, you got it. Actually, be mm-hmm. past Valentine's Day. It'd probably be into past your birthday. So it do, it doesn't cost you anything. Sign up if you've got Amazon Prime. I think you've already got it. So for you non primers, get AmazonMusic.com forward slash close enough. This week we uh, we're going we're having a social gathering before we record the next podcast. So I think that'll be fun to talk about. I miss my friends and. Uh, a, a jam-packed week. Hopefully, we're more upbeat and funny next week. <laughs> this, I'm funny. This, this, is just, this is just how we are, all right? This is just how it be. Was I like negative Nelly? Sorry. You, you, you had like a... your vibe, You didn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> it's kind of a, a, a tough night. It's a It's been a hard... Hard day's night. Hard day's night. I saw somebody say, if you... The new Beatles special on Disney Plus is like seven hours. And by the end of it, you're cheering on Yoko Ono to break them up. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that. We need to find something to watch. Tonight? Just, we need like a little. You know, watch that laundry basket is what I need to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I need to watch that laundry basket. That's, I mean. I got to get on top of that. Um, I can't, I can't, uh, leave without saying, I love you. I love you. And so next week, uh, we'll try not to take these breaks, but it's just, we're busy. All right. See, oh, also, also, if you made it this far, thank you. We love you. Absolutely. Past 14,000 downloads this year. Did we really? Yep. So that, um. This podcast is not on Gary's Spotify most listened to. I'm very disappointed. I don't listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even have Spotify. What, what, so my Spotify podcast number one annual pass. Mm-hmm. I listened to it today. Yeah, uh, I've not missed an episode yet. Mine would probably be two bears. And then Joe Rogan. I'm still listening to Joe Rogan. Yep. Are you? Just depends on who he's got on there. That's true. All right. Until next week. Go Bye. check us out on Facebook. I think that's the only place you can check us out. Tell a friend. <laughs> Tell a friend. Pay the price. Tell a friend. Share this. On whatever. We're on iHeartRadio. Yeah. iTunes and stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. You mean you? If you're if you hear this, you found us somewhere. That's right. You weren't sitting here with us. <laughs> Maybe in 2022 we do a live podcast somewhere in front of a crowd. We'll think about it. All right. Toodaloo. Bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.